Namaste people, welcome to Shweta's basket. My name is Shweta and this is my basket, which are very lovingly packed with goodies like short stories, poems, book, movie and restaurant reviews, all absolutely fresh and original. For the reviews, you can head over to my website and ask for stories and poems, well stick around. So the story that I have for you today portrays a very dark and harsh reality. The worst part is this reality has existed for ages. We have made so much progress that this mentality has not changed. Listen to the story and tell me if it isn't so. The story is titled The Old Man and the Book and is written by Anne Adarsh. Anne is a radiologist by profession, but poetry is her first love. She is not sure whether it's a blessing or a curse, but her insatiable curiosity to learn new things keeps her ever occupied. A recluse to her writing means escaping into the landscape in a mind's eye whenever life closes in on her. So here it is, the old man and the book written by Anne Adarsh. Once upon a time, many moons ago, there lived an old man in a small logwood hut in the Wailing Forest. He was the keeper of the book, a great responsibility indeed, for it was the book of the lost and forgotten. It contained the names of all things lost and forgotten by mankind, of forsaken souls and abandoned lands. Feeding virtues like humility and kindness. Competing for space right next to mundane things like misplaced keychains and lost coins. While the old man lived in the Wailing Forest, she lived elsewhere. The cold autumn breeze brushed against her face. She pulled her soft cashmere scarf tighter around her neck. The scarf had belonged to her mother. Its warmth comforted her from the cold of winter and of life. She hurried her steps in the golden purple glow of the falling dusk. With every forward step, her heart sank. Nevertheless, she didn't want to be late for this particular appointment. Dr. Sharma greeted her curtly at the clinic. and with the usual brisk manner of a professional having done the work for the umpteenth time proceeded to prepare her for the medical termination of her pregnancy at 8 weeks dr sharma wrote in a document sometime later she was wheeled into the observation room an hour ticked by no one came with flowers she lay alone for a long time smelling the overpowering smell of iodoform then she propped herself carefully upright onto the hospital bed and listened to the chatter of the nurses down the hall easily intermingling the details of their personal lives with the standard procedures at work she strained her ears to hear his footsteps lest he had remembered to come she had mentioned the time of the appointment to him and heard him say 
Sure. Right then, she had known he would not. Oh, the ease with which he had said it. But now, as she waited in that cold, empty room, she wished he was here. Her idle mind took her back to the day they had met, almost a year ago. A cascade of unremarkable events that led to the proverbial whirlwind workplace romance. But now, she loved him. Perhaps, even more than my unborn baby, she thought. It's out of wedlock, he had exclaimed. What a scandal at work and not to mention my mother. She had almost felt sorry for him. She shook her head to erase the thoughts. As though the act of head shaking would help shake them off of her. Something inside of her felt empty. Why does my heart feel so hollowed? She thought. A cheerful looking nurse entered her room. Time for your analgesic shot, darling. How do you feel now? Strangely, she felt no pain. I feel nothing, really, she replied. Back in the wailing forest, the old man was hunched over the book that lay sprawled open before him. He wrote down his next entry in cold, ashen dust lettering. Another unborn, half-formed fetus. Then he opened his mouth wide and let out a shrill animal-like cry. The trees of the forest shook their heads and wailed with him. Aren't two people involved in this act of creating a life? So how come the fault, the shame, the burden, the pain is the woman's? How come only the woman suffers and the man gets away scot-free? She is labelled but he is not. And what about that innocent life? In Mahabharat, Kunti had to give up her firstborn too, as the child was out of wedlock. Looks like things have not changed in thousands of years, right? Tell me what you think. My email ID is shweta at theretwetasbasket.com and you will find that in the episode description as well. Please visit my website www.twetasbasket.com for more such short stories, poems and reviews. And apart from emailing me, you can get in touch with me on Facebook and Instagram. My handle is shwetasbasket. I hope you caught my previous episodes and not to miss any in the future, do subscribe to my website and follow my podcast. And guys, have you thought about having a website of your own? A place that showcases your talent and it is a reflection of who you are? Well, if you have, then listen on. In the meantime, this is your host, Shweta Singh, signing off. Till we meet again on the air. Bye for now. Do you want to have a website of your own? Are you a writer, photographer, actor, makeup artist, hairstylist, 
or even a tutor, singer, painter, journalist, consultant? Or do you have your own cafe, restaurant, resort, holiday home, shop, small business, hospital, or even a blog, WordPress or Blogspot account that you want to migrate to a good-looking website? Well, look no further. The geeks will help you. And you will find them in the Geeks Room at Artoonzen. Just click on the link in the episode description. Yes, it's that simple to have a website. My website is hosted and managed by them. And want to know what I love about them? They are professional, customer pleasers, straight talkers and very competently priced. So what are you waiting for? Your website is just a click away.